On the Crosstalk on WIZM, I'm Mike Hayes. Wanted to talk, uh, I don't know, about some of the ancillary topics that are somewhat related to COVID-19. And one of the big questions might be, how will your, your health care costs be impacted by skyrocketing COVID-19 cases? Everybody's everybody's getting sick. Some people go into the hospital. Some people stay in there for a little while. And, and, and so what about you? You and your family are home, safe healthy, no problem, and yet, what's going to change? A leading economist and former White House and National Economic Council advisor, Brian Blase, is our guest on the Crosstalk. Brian, thanks very much for talking with us. I, you know, God, just another way that COVID-19 is going to sock people, it seems. Hey, Mike, yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, I mean, we are, uh, you know, advocating for uh, fundamental price transparency, um, which is both necessary in the short term as people deal with the coronavirus um, pandemic, but also would be an important, maybe the most important long-term reform that we could have of our healthcare system. Is is COVID nineteen already affecting American healthcare costs? So that is um, that is definitely the case. Although the effect is. Um, uh, it's, it's complicated. So people that have coronavirus, uh, you know, the insur- their insurance company should be paying for it. Um, if you're uninsured, uh, the federal government has set up a program to take care of coronavirus testing and treatment. Um, the big effect that we have sort of outside of um, the individuals who get the, the virus is that people are avoiding going to the doctor and the hospital. Um, really, elective uh, scheduled non-emergency care dropped substantially by more than half starting in March, uh, really down in April, started to recover in May, um, but still down below normal levels. So Americans are spending much less on health care this year um, because they're going to the doctor and hospital far less. Now, experts expect that's going to tick back up again uh, later in this year and next year. Um, and in some cases, it is people are avoiding you know important care. Um, that provides them value uh, and is not good for sort of Americans um, uh, Americans uh, that uh, that are putting off necessary care. Do you suppose that some of that slow to get back on board uh, issue is because a while back hospitals they weren't closed but they were canceling uh, everything except COVID related visits. You uh, regular uh, health visits. The dentist was closed. You couldn't go in for a, a colonoscopy or any other non-emergency kind of surgery. The hospitals were all COVID all the time. And I wonder how many people out there still wonder if that's the case. So I'll just call my provider later. Well, that's definitely the case. That's definitely what happened. And I mean, you had you heard frustration in many parts of the country when you know the first couple weeks and months, the virus was really um, uh, in the northeast part of the area. Hospitals and facilities were closed everywhere um, to set up for a surge of coronavirus patients that never came. So uh, there was uh, very little revenue coming to healthcare providers and hospitals in uh, March and April. Again, um, that reversed um, a bit uh, starting in May when people went back to the doctor, but you have, and, and when dentist offices, you know, reopened, again, obviously under uh, holds a bunch of safety um, guidelines. But one of the uh, prior legislation that Congress has passed 
um, provided a, a provider relief fund or a bailout fund, largely geared at hospitals, um, but also um, other uh, uh, medical offices for uh, the lost revenue that those hospitals and offices had, had incurred. One of the things that we are suggesting is that if there is additional bailout funds um, that uh, hospitals, that put a requirement on hospitals that protects patients, so uh, that allows patients to know what prices are um, in advance of receiving care, and that that should be a part of any additional relief that healthcare providers get um, uh, in, in, uh, in future legislation. So you, you think that uh, p- potentially there are uh, COVID-19 sufferers who will be on the hook to pay for their own health care coverage of this particular uh, uh, virus? That's potentially the case. I mean, Congress has been pretty clear um, that providers can't balance bill, and that means um, they can't charge patients more than what the insurance company pays for individuals um, that have uh, that are treated uh, for coronavirus. So um, it's not lawful for uh, for patients to, uh, to to receive excess charges for coronavirus. Um, and the, the federal government has set up a system to take care of the uninsured. Um, what about the virus uh, testing and treatment? Is it legal for the insurance companies to say, yeah, sorry, we're not covering that and that and that because you've got COVID-19. We'll cover this much. Everybody knows that when you go to the hospital, you go to the doctor, you get the bill and a portion of it, generally a small portion of it is covered by your insurance and you're on the hook for the rest. If you go to the hospital with COVID-19 and related health issues, you could end up getting a small portion paid by your insurance, and you're on the hook for the rest. I would be concerned about that, too, if I had crummy insurance and wouldn't want that big bill because I'm also unemployed and can't pay it when it comes. So the uh, people will be um, on the hook for their – so if they have a, a high deductible, um, or they have uh, normal co-payments for hospital-based care, individuals would have to pay that portion of the, of the bill. But the insurance companies can't deny uh, treatment for coronavirus. But, yeah, the individuals would have to pay their share of deductible or cost-sharing. A leading economist and former White House and National Economic Council advisor, our guest on the Crosstalk this morning, Uh, Brian Blase, thank you very much for talking with us this morning. Brian, I hope this helps uh, a number of people listening this morning feel a little better about going to the hospital, going to see your doctor, making sure that you are healthy and don't have other issues unrelated to COVID-19, which may take over your life if you're not taking care of yourself, right? All right, a quick look because we're pretty much aware that the fog we have is and will continue to burn off and leave us with uh, with a beautiful sunny day. 87, the expected high temp later. Uh, widespread fog again tomorrow, otherwise cloudy to start. Gradual clearing, and then 87 tomorrow. Uh, patchy fog Saturday morning, otherwise mostly sunny and 82. Partly sunny on Sunday and 74. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, mostly sunny. Temp in the mid-70s. Currently downtown, beautiful blue sky, a few clouds, and it's 69. More great talk is coming up. It's-